0: KMUW's podcast platform is made possible by High Touch Technologies, a software, technology, and business communications company that provides products, services, and support to all industries. High Touch brings the human touch to technology with a world-class team of industry experts. Learn more at HightouchTechnologies.com.
1: I'm Josh Carey. And I'm Chef Tom Jackson. And you're listening to Cooking with Fire. Today we're going to be cooking up one of our favorite Korean dishes, beef bulgogi. Let's get started. This is Cooking with Fire, a global exploration of barbecue from KMUW. Welcome to episode 74 of Cooking with Fire. Today we're going to dive into the world of beef bulgogi, which literally translates to fire meat. Beef bulgogi is one of the most popular culinary exports of Korea. Variations of the dish have been around for over 2,000 years since the Goguryeo kingdom was founded in what now makes up parts of Russia, China, and all of North and South Korea. The dish that became bulgogi developed out of mekjuk, which consisted of thin strips of marinated meat that was cooked on skewers. These days there are several dishes in Korea, such as sanjuk, that are still cooked on skewers, but bulgogi is now cooked on a griddle or over a fire without the use of of wooden skewers. Various
0: marinated meat dishes were popular in the three kingdoms of Korea in different towns and communities, but when Buddhism was introduced to the country in the year 372, these dishes fell out of favor. Buddhism does not require a follower to be vegetarian, but many choose to do so on their own. Because of this, popular meat dishes started to disappear, except in areas where Buddhism wasn't the main religion. According to some historians, several areas of modern day Korea even banned meat due to the strong Buddhist influence.
1: The Mongols first invaded Korea in the year 1231, and meat again became a common part of the diet on the peninsula. Due to this, the dishes that had mostly been cooked in the countryside became popular all over again. Over the years, various marinated meat dishes started to spring up around Korea, but mostly for the rich and powerful. Poor farmers couldn't afford to eat the meat they raised, so bulgogi was not yet a common man's dish. Over the next 700 years, Korea battled
0: for independence several times from various forces, including those from Japan and China, and even short battles with both France and the United States in the late 1800s. Finally, after the Allied victory in World War II, the country was divided up between the Soviet Union and the United States, and the new nation of South Korea was born. After years of fighting with occupying forces, the Koreans were able to fully embrace their own identity as they did during the time of the Great Goguryeo Kingdom. Slowly, as commercial farming became prevalent, beef prices fell, and the modern version of bulgogi thin-marinated strips of Ribeye steak became a staple in Korean cuisine. And in the 1990s, the dish exploded around the world, gaining in popularity in Europe
1: and America. Now is the perfect time to cut out to Chef Tom in the atbbq.com teaching kitchen to get started on today's recipe.
0: Well, to kick off our beef bulgogi for today's recipe, we're gonna start by making the marinade. And the marinade is really the key to the flavoring process when it comes to bulgogi. So we're gonna start this off with a cup of soy sauce. We're gonna water that down a bit with a cup of water. We're also going to add one cup of Asian pear that's been diced up. Now, if you can't get a hold of Asian pear, you could use a Bosque pear. Next, we've got three quarter cup brown sugar. So we get some of that sweetness and that molasses. And we're gonna add a little bit more natural sugar with a half cup of honey. Next, we have one half cup of mirin, as well as a half cup of sliced green onions. So now we're kind of getting into that really aromatic stuff. Speaking of aromatics, we've got a dozen cloves of garlic. We've just crushed those down. About six tablespoons of sesame oil. Also very aromatic and gives the sauce a little bit of fat for that flavor to really travel around. Last, we're gonna add just a couple teaspoons of fresh ground black pepper. So this is all going together in our blender and we're just gonna process this until it's smooth. All right, so we've got that broken down. Let's give it a taste real quick. Should be a very liquid consistency. Oh man, that's delicious. Sweet, salty, a little bit of savory, and definitely getting that sesame kick as well. Now for the protein portion of our bulgogi, we're using ribeye steak today that's been sliced super thin, about one eighth inch, between an eighth and a quarter inch thick. We're throwing that into a brining bucket. Three pounds of our ribeye, nice fatty meat, but thin sliced so it cooks super fast. And we're going to just pour our marinade over the top of that. Now before I pour our marinade off, I'm gonna go ahead and reserve about a half cup of that that we can reduce down into a glaze. And this isn't a crucial step, but it does add a little extra flavor to the end product. So the remainder of that marinade goes into the brining bucket, and that's just the perfect amount to completely submerge our ribeye. This brining bucket has a plate that we can lock into place to keep that submerged. We're gonna let this bulgogi soak for at least four hours or up to overnight. Our bulgogi has been soaking for four hours now out of the marinade and we prepared our griddle for cooking our bulgogi, nice and hot. Now you could do this a number of ways. It's become really common to do this over a griddle or even in a skillet, but you could also do this over charcoal, absolutely directly over charcoal. You're just gonna wanna be careful because these small thin pieces can slip right through your grates if you're cooking over a charcoal fire. So today we're going with the griddle to get maximum sear and make sure that we don't lose any of that meat to the fire and this griddle is smoking hot. So I I haven't rinsed off any of that marinade at all. It's worked its way into the meat and it's also still sitting on the surface of the meat. And you'll hear as we start to throw this meat onto the griddle, get a great sizzle. And that marinade that's left behind, it's gonna caramelize really nicely on the outside. The great thing about bulgogi is that you don't have to worry about temperature as far as where you're finishing the temperature of the meat. What you're looking to do is get some really nice caramelization. It's going to be cooked through, it's going to be cooked beyond where you'd finish just a normal ribeye steak. And that's fine because it's had all of that time to be tenderized by the Asian pear to soak up that soy sauce, all those extra juices. So, because of the thin cut of the ribeye steak in the bulgogi, you get a tender bite every time. Now, to the side here, I've also got a little saucepan that's been warming up, and I'm going to take that little little bit of reserved marinade, the the stuff that was never in the raw meat. And I'm just gonna add that to our hot saucepan and let that start to reduce down into a syrup. You can drizzle right over the top of the finished product. Bulgogi's getting some really nice browning, so I'm gonna do some turning, some flipping, try and get even browning on all sides. But if you want to, you could go ahead and throw in some onions or some vegetables to cook right alongside with your beef. Today we'll be serving this up in a bowl with some green onions topped off with some sesame seeds. All right, well, it's only been four or five minutes. We've got all the caramelization that we need, and because this meat's so thin, it's cooked all the way through. But man, it is just super juicy thanks to that marinade. I'm gonna pull this off the griddle. We'll do one more batch, and then we'll build our bowls. All right, our marinade sauce has reduced down to a syrupy consistency, so I'm gonna take that off the heat. Got the last of our bulgogi off the griddle, so we're gonna go ahead and build these bowls now. Now, working while that bulgogi's still hot, I've also got some hot, fresh jasmine rice going down in our bowl. I'm gonna top that off with this beautifully charred, juicy bulgogi. We'll slice up some green onions real quick here. Nice, fresh, bright green onions right over the top and some toasted sesame seeds to finish it off. Let's have a little taste. Oh wow, it just pulls right apart. The chew is tender, flavors intense, fantastic caramelization. Bulgogi, that's a hit.
1: That does it for today's episode. Let us know if you cook this recipe and email us at cookingwithfirepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to let us know what else you'd like us to feature on the show. And as always, visit kmuw.org to get the full recipe for this week's cook. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. This allows us to reach more listeners. And join us next time as we explore the history of steak and eggs.
0: Well, our bo- gl- bl- 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 I'm really struggling with this word. Blug-glug-glug.